From the pages of RamblingBeachCat.com, this is Seth and Nick hitting you upside the head with some more podcast action. This week is all about the trials and tribulations of pooping at school. It's harder than you think when you work as a public educator for some reason. We're also going to talk some politics. Uh, teaching with your fly undone comes up, and we're going to catch up with Kate, who you will be glad to know has ceased ignoring me and Nick. She's back with us here on the Rambling Beachcast. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by the number two and viewers like you. So one, two, see what you can do. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was calling to tell you you have little eighth grade fangirls. I know. I heard your message and everything. I just, that's really nice. I know. They were like, what's Kate coming back? We like Kate. And I was like, well, I, don't, I, I hope soon. When you, say you're bad at the, <laughs> when you say you're bad at the phone, does it mean you just like sit and stare at it? Like when you're at home, just staring at the phone, wondering how it works? No. Or is it? No, I just kind of like never have it with me and you know i'll like miss a call and then listen to it and be like oh that's nice and then just like forget to call the person back or <laughs> so you treat your phone different. like something disposable like chapstick or pennies or things just things you may or may not have around with you <laughs> exactly i'm really good with email you know and stuff like that um email so old school and outdated now though Nobody, I nobody know. wants to email. Like, I try to get all my students in my class to email me, but they don't do that anymore. It's all texting, no. and it's all, it's like, no, you cannot. I, I had students turn in written assignments via text through an email program. You could tell they're texting their listening reports <laughs> into, into a text message and then trying to email me that. Like, no, you How? cannot use the number four as the word for. You must actually have a text uh, editor. You must have Word and give me your assignment. But That's so sad and weird. It's so sad. It's true, though. Email's not, it's not cool yeah. anymore. It's not the thing to use. It, it's sad. Like I remember we first started emailing you know, back in like the late 90s, early 2000s. We were like, this is revolutionary. It's going to change everything. And now it takes too much time and effort for you to send a, a, an actual email. Yeah, right? Oh. That is true. It's sad. <laughs> What's next? Well, Nick, you, I wanted, to, I wanted okay. to get into your story yeah. about <laughs> what you had to do in the bathroom today. Well, that makes it sound dirty. <laughs> um, are, we, are we, like, going now? Is this, like... Oh, yeah, man. We're already into it. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Um... <laughs> Well, okay. Oh, and by the way, I just said what's next. I said what's next, but I didn't mean what's next. Stop talking about that. I meant what's next. <laughs> like, like, 
there's email and then texting and like what's next from that. Kate, you already had just a to clarify. Kate, you just had a brilliant segue and now you're ruining it. I <laughs> know. Oh, I was like, that was a good. That was a good segue. And she's like, by the way. I'm sorry about. <laughs> I'm sorry I train wrecked I just, to the podcast. F- five. I didn't want in. you to think that I was being rude. <laughs> like, what's next? Come on, stop talking about that. All right. So uh, this was the other day. I'm at school, and like something I'm writing about right now. Some of you guys read an article on from the pages of BradleyBeachCat.com where I, I wrote about like ten things that they don't talk to you about when you leave high school. And there's just little things like, I mean, there's all this stuff they talk about going in the real world and all. But like, for instance, when you all throw your hats up in the air, when they come careening back down at you. Yeah, they don't freeze up in the air like Mary Tyler Moore show. They just. Yeah. Or or for instance, when you go to college and you don't eat correctly, you know, for like a month and you get constipated and it feels like you're trying to pass an iron rod, like things like that. Well, (laughs) here's one I'm writing things they don't prepare you for and teach you. Okay. And there's certain little things, like one of the things I, I picked up is that you have mannerisms and stuff that you didn't even know that your yeah. students will make fun of. Like, I constantly touch the back of my head. I don't know. <laughs> At least you're not touching that. the back of their heads. That's yeah, that, ooh, that'd be creepy. But, uh, but you got lice? No, but, um, yeah, surprise, so now you do. <laughs> one of the things they don't really talk about is when you have to take a dump or pee mm. when you're teaching, and Kate, maybe you can sympathize with me as a classroom situation, it is a, a whole different type of hell. Because it's not like when you're in the car and you have to poop or pee, or when you're in public and you can just shut off the world and just go like <laughs> reclusive. Into the you still have to keep center, yeah. teaching while your your large intestine is like tremoring, and like it's <laughs> weird. Like you're sitting there and you're going back and forth, and you know your your kids are wondering why your temper is so short and why you're walking in little circles <laughs> and why your voice yeah. keeps changing levels randomly, you know. And like God help that poor kid that that acts up when you are trying to hold in like a mountain of poop and like they act up and you're like shut up you You explode (laughs) on them in more ways than one yeah you just no i haven't haven't pooped on a kid yet in nine years going for 10 no pooping on a kid yet they just haven't asked um, properly (laughs) but but, uh the other day like i was in class and i don't know what happened i'm sitting there and luckily it was like a really small it was a music appreciation class i have a bathroom near my room which is nice and uh, I'm teaching, and I mean, it just, it, my kids luckily were doing like a writing thing. It was my music appreciation class, and it it just was not going to, like, I was on the verge to the point where I was in the bargaining stage of sharding. Yeah. You know, I was like, okay, <laughs> if I shart a little bit and get a little bit of poop on my underwear, then I can, during my planning period, ask if I can run over to Target and get new underwear. I was at that stage. Okay. <laughs> so I finally, I was like, oh, and I, I said, all right, guys, um, I have to go to the bathroom. No one do anything stupid. I got up, walked over to the next hallway because it's right there. And like I run to the bathroom, open the door, and I mean, sit down. And I mean, it's like a shotgun blast. It's like you sit down and it goes, Pah! I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then it comes back again. It goes, Pah! and then there's the slower one, like a wave. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, and it's like, this is not the, the remainder of that buckshot just, yeah. just decides, let's go to. Yeah, and you're like, oh, oh, and luckily the kids were fooled into thinking that I peed because when I got back, I told them I, I had I, my kids always make fun of me because I, I, I bring, I'm always drinking ginger ale when I come in the morning. I said, oh, yeah, I drank two ginger ales instead of one. And the poop was so quick because yeah, it all just came out at once. I was able to pass it off as having to pee. 
The problem right. was what I had completely just in my blind rage to get to the bathroom ignored is that the bathroom was out of order. Yeah. And I just dumped into this toilet <laughs> that didn't flush properly. And so like, I tried to flush and it just goes, whoosh, whoosh. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> I try to flush again. I'm like, that's, that's unpleasant. <laughs> so I'm like, that's not good. So I leave and I'm like, I don't know why I feel bad. I'm thinking like, well, maybe it'll just go away. <laughs> <laughs> the, the poo fairy will come. And sure enough, <laughs> later in the day, I'm like, like, this is like hours later, near the end of the day. I'm like, I gotta go pee. And so I walk in the hallway. I'm like, oh, God, it always smells like sh. <laughs> I walk yeah. in, and then I walk into the stall and I'm like, oh, that was me. That was my sh. <laughs> I was like, I did still sit there. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I tried to blush again. It's like, I don't know why I thought it would work. Whoa. <laughs> I was like, oh. Oh, I felt like such a. You should have like you should have had some other teacher go in there and double stack it, man. You should. <laughs> the orchestra teacher and I share that bathroom, so I should have asked Margaret. You know, like Margaret, you well, want to go tag? It, tag it begs the toilet. <laughs> it begs the question now: Is why was it out of order? I mean, you pretty much only have two people to blame, right? No, because other kids use this bathroom. It's it's there's a the band room and the orchestra room are connected by a hallway, and there's there's bathrooms in it. Oh, okay. Really nice. Yeah, very nice be able to do that but yeah it's uh so i mean yeah a kid could have easily deed it up and destroyed it but yeah i just felt <laughs> terrible and you know like we have janitors at our school that actually like i know it sounds like i'm being you know patronized something but they actually do like a really good job like my room actually is clean when i come in and i trust i've, I've been in situations we have where i come in and it's like i could like put a piece of paper on the floor and it would stay there for a week you know we yeah. have janitors right now that <laughs> actually do a really good job so i felt terrible i'm just like oh Someone's going to have to clean <laughs> But, I mean, it was just one of those, it was like such an emergency. When you're bargaining, wondering, you know, okay. Do I how, pass how, this gas? Man. No, not pass, gas. I was like, how much poop in my pants is too much? When you've gotten to that stage, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, oh, it was, it was the closest to sharding at school. I've, I mean, nine years teaching, it's the closest to sharding at school I've ever come. Yeah, you've gone from mud butt prevention to damage control at that point yeah but yeah i know i looked at that sign that said out of order when i walked out of the bathroom i was like oh no (laughs) man you're lucky you're lucky you have a bathroom there because i all the schools that i go to I, I, i go to two different high schools and one middle school where i teach lessons and because i'm not official I'm not an official teacher there. I don't have keys. I don't have keys to the band room. I don't have keys to anything. So everything is locked. And I'll be teaching for you know four hours straight. Eventually, a call of nature is going to surface. And if I don't have the forethought to go ahead of time before I get there, then I'm SOL because all the doors are locked. Uh, all the bathrooms are locked. It's after school because no one's there but janitors. And I, I I just, it's like this quest to find this secret bathroom. There there has to be one that everybody goes and uses. And I just, I I can never find it. And so if I'll be, if I have a break, I'll have to literally leave the school and drive down to the Circle K or the Fresh and Easy and go to the bathroom there and then come back and finish teaching my lessons. I just don't understand what it is. Why? 
Why, how do people survive? Uh, like they they lock up all the bathrooms in some places, even lock the bathrooms during class because yeah. of. I, I remember when I went to high school in Tennessee, they locked all the bathrooms because p- kids were smoking. It was like the the smoking craze. All, all kids would they go. The students would go to the bathroom. <laughs> the craze has been going on since about the twenties. Okay, eighteen twenties. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, that's cool flavor. Like you're an eighth grader. Why do you sound that way? It's like why are you in flavor country? <laughs> <laughs> somebody hey, have, somebody wrote in on that camel. Yeah. You have a special bathroom, Kate. Well, we have a um, faculty bathroom and then a student bathroom. Which is nice because, you know, we have a our private space because it is kind of awkward, you know, when you're teaching and then you run into a student in the bathroom or, you know, probably for them, too. Actually, <laughs> so, I'll say this. I've never so, yeah, had... we have. No, no. It, I was just going to repeat, you know, we have a special designated faculty bathroom on my floor, Give me keys, which is really Kate. nice. I need the copies of your keys. so I, can I know. I know. <laughs> I have never, it's never locked. I, I've never had a student walk in on me in the bathroom. No, but in both times I've used a faculty. Well, I've used faculty bathroom plenty of times, but when I've been in a faculty bathroom, I don't know who it is. It's, it, they both have have just suddenly closed doors and sorry, both female. But I've been walked in on in the faculty bathroom twice. So it's, <laughs> even though that's supposed to be a, a sanctuary and a refuge, and I locked the door, I guess it's the two times I didn't. But and I've also in the faculty bathroom been turd burgled you know when you're like trying to poop and someone like shakes the stall door trying to open it oh, and you it feel like you're right <laughs> yeah, yep. when, when you're getting turd burgled like that's oh i hate that feeling <laughs> i got chastised one time in high school because uh, I, I was a senior in high school and they locked all the bathrooms and i had i had to go to the bathroom and th- that's what people do apparently high schools didn't get the memo that people have to use the restroom occasionally and so I, I went to one of the uh, faculty bathrooms that happened to be unlocked. And you know, it was that or get, go to the front office and get a pass and then have somebody unlock the English pod all the way across the school. And I went in and did what was necessary. And as I was coming out, some teacher walks in. You're not supposed to be in here. Like, what? What am I supposed to do? Am I gonna just gonna poop on the floor by the trophy case out in front of the <laughs> the gym? What What do you want me to do? Yeah, <laughs> that's rude. It re- It reminds me of the movie Magnolia. What have you guys what? seen that? Are you making the obscure art references? No, I just don't understand what that would have to do with pooping in the bathroom. The, the kid has to pee, and they won't let him go. They won't let him use the bathroom because. That he can't take up the break of the game show, and so he has he ends up peeing his pants. That sounds like a terrible movie. In Magnolia, the movie. <laughs> like the Wait, story. I thought you. I, I thought I you said movie, I know what it. it is. Like I've heard of it. I, just, I don't know anything about it. No, I don't but, know. Either. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't have told you. It's the spoiler. <laughs> spoiler alert! The kid pisses his pants. That's a big. That's a critical plot point. You just. I guess that's a big part escape. in the movie. Oh. Oh, yeah, for, sorry. For ruining that. I, okay. I'm sorry. I thought you said you'd seen it. I'll, I'll cross that off my list. Well, of if you want watch. more reflection on adults, adults keeping you from using the bathroom, that's a big, <laughs> a big one in that movie. It talks a lot about how 
the adults wouldn't let him go use the bathroom, you know, um, and that's really rude and mean because you should be able to go use the bathroom whenever you want, right? It's a basic human right, isn't it? Hold like on life, now. liberty, pursuit of happiness, and elimination Wait, of waste. Or not. Wait, this is something I actually wrote another article on at one point. Thank you for the segue. But I did write an article about this because there was a teacher recently. I think it was in New Jersey. Wait, where... wait, wait. You're breaking up. We lost Gabe. Sort of. Oh. Yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> All right. I think I can. So I wrote this, this teacher in New Jersey. She, uh, she had, like, this currency system. Like, you know, like shroot bucks or whatever in the office like currency system where you you got like certain amount of currency for doing well and, and you know it could buy you a trip to the bathroom and the, this kid had to had to had to pee and she's like well do you have do you have enough you know whatever bucks it's like called. a this sounds like a republican program or something this is just like merit-based yeah. we are meritocracy only the yeah here's what i said like you know when the, when the poor kid couldn't pay up his bladder had to pay the price instead and since this is an elementary school, it's elementary school, the dam eventually burst. Yeah. Okay, and he pissed all over himself. Of course, it caused an, an uproar. But here's the thing, though. There's a problem. I know it seems like you should let kids go whenever they want. But, okay, give me an example. There's sympathetic bladder syndrome. You know how, like, if you see people yawn, then you start to yawn? Yeah, yeah. In fact, some of you got the urge when I said the word yawn. Well, if I let one kid go to the bathroom, like, everybody all of a sudden is like, can I go to the bathroom? Yeah. Could I it's... Go to... it's like, No! <laughs> It's something about that giant timpani head of a hall pass that you use. It just instantly. (laughs) Well, no, I don't have to because I have a bathroom right next to me. But, yeah, they'll see a kid go to the bathroom. Like, can I go to the bathroom? It's like, no. And I always tell kids, I'm like, I will never let you chain the bathroom. I'm like, if a kid asks to go to the bathroom, um, someone asks right after them, I'm going to say no. I say because it's it's just a a sympathetic bladder thing. (laughs) No, you Um, will find a tuba. (laughs) The other thing, yeah, you'll hear that. Another thing is the definition of an emergency. Like, yeah. you know, I'll have kids say, like, it's an emergency. and That should be like a, unless they have a medical condition, which we are made aware of, you know, when, you, when you're able to come up to me and say, can I go to the bathroom? No, it's an emergency. No. And they can just go back and, you know, continue disrupting my class and talking. It's like, that's not, emergency is when you're, like, where I was, you know, with this kid. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, if I have to hold it, function. if I have to hold it as a teacher, yeah, and I have to teach in this state of distress, then by God, you are going to sit there as a student. And, and yeah. suffer as well. The other thing is, when we find out two kids are going out with each other, <laughs> and we talk to each other, yeah. find out they're asking to go to the bathroom at the same time, so they can go meet and look at each other. And <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> looking at each other is what they're doing. Yeah. And then, okay, here's another one. I had a girl one time tried to, um, like, she tried to tell me that she was having her period. Like, you know, she was like, "Mr. Ring, can I go to the bathroom?" And I'm like, "Well." Uh, I was like, I don't know if I, she goes. It's 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 like a, a girl thing, and like as soon as go. she said that, like I, yeah, I throw go. the past her. I'm like, just go, get away from me, unclean, you know. But here's the thing: she kept doing that week after week. Yeah, and every week. It's like, I was like, all right, dear. I was like, um, you would have bled out by now, honey. Well, I, I, if I you... didn't say that. I was like, I was like, either you've been, you know, I, I thought to myself, I'm like, no one bleeds that much unless they've been hit with a shotgun. You yeah. Know? Like, you know, I, I know that you've taken health class before. Is there a medical issue I need to know? Because my understanding is it doesn't work like this. And she just kind of smiled. And she goes, no, I don't really need to. So she totally knew what she was doing. Yeah. You yeah. Know, so there's like one out of four times she was lying. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's one thing we all learned. It's never trust something that bleeds for three days and doesn't die. Or a kid says, you know, they were in the bathroom for 10 minutes because they were having stomach problems. And then I have five teachers said they were walking around all the time. Or the kid that goes the same time every day that asks me every day to go to the bathroom. 
See, that may that may be a little more believable because, yeah, like, kids have insulin shots or they have medication or something to take. But even then, you should, like, I'm sure you'd be aware of that. Yeah. I'm now nervous about that story that I told. <laughs> You're nervous about every story now. You're like, oh, I can't talk about I can, No, can I'm nervous about stories out? like, you wanted me to tell stories about, like, I, I had to go, I didn't have to, actually. I decided to. I went to hear some of my kids. They had, like, a poetry reading thing at my school slam yeah and he wanted me to tell like some of the the like the weirdest and craziest and i was like i'm not gonna do that <laughs> you know yeah because if it's one thing band band geeks need to do it's crush others creativity for their yeah. shows <laughs> art form yeah i'm drinking two l8s right now oh man i miss l8 so much yeah, like... you can buy l8 in ohio now I know it's regional. I, I just I wish they would finally just get to nationwide distribution, so I wouldn't have to. You can buy it in Los Angeles. There's a like some weird store in Los Angeles that stocks local sodas. Hmm. You remember the girl, the really hot chick who did the picture with the Randall Cobb jersey? Yeah. Yeah, like I'm friends with her on Facebook, and she lives in Los Angeles now. And like she she took a picture. Like you can you can get that in L.A. Well, I guess I can drive six hours now. To get AL8. That's you know, a step in the right direction. Yeah, that's a much shorter drive. That suck if you got there like, oh, we're out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <No>! <laughs> All right, I'll have a Mexican Coke. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Daddy needs that real sugar, that diabetes. <laughs> so, Kate, did, did you miss podcasting with us? I thought you did because you yeah. responded to me. <laughs> I was like, Kate hates the podcaster. No. <laughs> No, I like it. I missed it. <laughs> Kate, Kate already had her had her own media empire going. Now she left us behind <laughs> and moved on to greater things. Well, I'll tell you, yeah, it's like we talked in the last podcast. Remember, Kate doesn't listen to these podcasts. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the last about why we stopped. But yeah, we had one where we talked about why we stopped for a while, but we we took it down because as Seth's friend said, it it wasn't very good. <laughs> So we, oh really? <laughs> your Colombian accent is hilarious. Yes, yeah, so, I mean it took. It was just an hour of me complaining. <laughs> Wait, why did you? Why did you? Why did you guys stop for well, a while? You see, now we're getting. I mean, this, there was a whole bunch of things that just happened, like all just once. life things. Yeah, you know, Seth. I know yeah. you and I always dreamed of life together, but we know that was just a pipe dream. I mean, you can get that <laughs> a up literal pipe dream. I'm ready, yeah, pipe, I'm ready to let you. I'm ready to let you go, Seth, and, and <laughs> let you let you fly free. You don't have to spread, keep, keep holding back for me. Spread my wings. Well, spread something else. I always keep coming back to the man cave. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, we had that, and I got in a really bad car wreck. You did? Oh yeah. Yeah. Wait, I think I saw something about that on facebook maybe did you call... get rear-ended or something yeah, i tried to call you for help and you didn't pick up my emergency contact was staring at her phone while i was calling no just... <laughs> no that's not true okay that's sad you got you, you're my friend and i really valued our friendship but i don't think i'm gonna make it Bleh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. some cake Please leave. <laughs> Hi, this is oh, Kate. No, Please leave no. a message. I won't call you back. <laughs> Even a <in> death. <laughs> so sad. Now it wasn't that. I mean, well, it was bad, but yeah. I mean, I was I was parked. Like what parked? We were all just stuck in traffic. And uh, that's one thing I've been in car wrecks before. Never, you know, I get married, and that's when like a really hot chick, you know, hits my car. But she hit the guys behind me. There's two guys in a jeep behind me. She rammed into them at 40 miles per hour. 
Then the Jeep rammed into me, which rammed me into the van that I was behind. Gross. Yeah. That's and, well, it's funny, too, because I was sitting there on the road. And so as soon as I'm out of the car, like I have like former students that drove by and like they're like, Mr. Ed, you know, they'll they'll you know, like I have a couple that uh, come and teach some of my kids after school. So they have my number like, are you OK? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Just hanging out here <laughs> on the side of the road. And then I had to deal with the insurance company. The girl's insurance company didn't want to fix my car. They wanted to total it, even though it wasn't that bad. And yeah, yeah. all this stuff. Yeah, and so over the break was, you know, I, I went to Dallas for three weeks to see my family, and I didn't have any of my recording gear or equipment. Yes. Hey. Yeah. I'm back. Sorry. The charm. Yeah, well, that time I thought I had connected to wireless, but... I think it just kicked me off, so I'm just gonna stop messing with it. Yeah. Um, kind of treated you like a, like you were a phone. It was like I'm not gonna. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just got reciprocation, oh. Kate. You got reciprocation. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. What could it be? Karma. No. <laughs> <laughs> So. Seems like my life is full of technical issues when you guys call or when we do this. It's always like usually it's me with the technical issues. I I had everything set up and ready to go, and you can't win for losing now. Yeah, computers. So what's our next topic? Do we do we get any questions? No, I, I only asked an hour before. So, but I do have one I want to discuss with you guys. This has been bugging me today. Um, so like yeah, and this is not just a conservative thing. Liberals do this too. But you know, it's it's funny because, I mean, I think Seth and I, you know, Kate, this wouldn't be as weird for you, but for Seth and I to consider ourselves liberal, if you told us that like 10 years ago, that's kind of shocking. Yeah, we'd be but, surprised where we're at now. But I think but I think we, we technically are conservative. I just think the definition of conservative has moved so far to the right that it's obscene, you know? Yeah. And, like, I don't get, like, for instance, one thing about conservatives is, like, keeping the government out of people's lives and all. It's like, yeah. For instance, let gay people get married. Just let them get married. Yeah. Why should they have the same rights as everybody else? I'm for everybody having the same rights. <laughs> like, I don't understand what, why that. And it's like the one of the few Republican candidates I like, Mike Huntsman. He said gay marriage is a conservative issue we should fight for. He says it's giving people equal rights. And that's, it's letting everyone stay away from, you know, the government stays out of their lives. And that's Mike Huntsman. Huntsman. Not. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but anyway, um, uh, married with three kids. Come on, now. well, actually, we found out in the GOP that doesn't matter. You're in an airport bathroom. Oh yeah, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, but anyway, um, so I'm a, I'm, I'm listening today, and like you know, Michelle Obama. I didn't watch the Oscars. I don't care. But Michelle Obama apparently, you know, presented an award, which, I mean, she was on Jimmy Kimmel recently. I mean, she's got to show off those bangs. You know, I mean, I understand. You know, she's on a war. I didn't, you know, I didn't think one way or the other about it. But apparently the fact that Michelle Obama was on the Academy Awards has just caused like a conservative uproar, which what really means is Fox News said it was bad. So now all the other conservatives saying it's bad. And I'm like, oh, can you people please just do a Google search? Like, you know, they're like Bill O'Reilly, who I usually think is one of the few conservatives that will generally, you know, think before he speaks, says, you know, oh, well. You know, you wouldn't see Laura Bush do this, except she did. Yeah. She, she, was, she had a videotape segment at the Oscars in 2007 while she was first lady talking about her favorite movies. Like anybody cares. Yeah. Yeah. And it was. Uh, it was that, or, I remember, what were her favorite movies? I wonder. Probably Magnolia. 
Yeah, yeah, that's like I like the part where the kid peed himself. No, but, yeah, that, that's then, conservative. Okay, and like when Barack Obama did that, I don't know if you guys remember this. He did that speech, you know, to students before the school year started. Like I, I watched it, and it, there wasn't anything political. He was just talking about trying your best to school. I mean, real boilerplate stuff. I mean, he's a, he's a good orator, but real boilerplate. I mean, nothing out there. Yeah, be but an American. There, there were people protesting and like parents going crazy and people saying it was social indoctrination and stuff. And I'm like, Holy crap, people, George Bush and Ronald Reagan did, did the exact, exact same, same thing. thing. Yeah. And here's the thing. I tried to bring that up to some of my conservative friends who still won't speak to me because I brought that <laughs> up. Wow. One, of them, one of them, her response. And I kid you not, it was Tracy Klein. I don't care if I say her name. She could, Tracy, you remember her? No. Tracy Klein. She was, no. if Jim Daughters ever got, like, info from other people, she was the one that, that told him about it. Oh, yeah. Tracy Klein, clarinet player. She got yeah. mad at me. That wasn't Klein. I think it was Klein, last name Klein. But she, when I brought that up, she goes, well, good for you for finding that video. But Reagan was a better president. Well, And I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's your argument? You know, wow. So, so I don't get... Why and like I had to actually I have a, a friend of mine who's who's doing a, a clinic uh, for me this weekend and, and John if you're listening I love you bud sorry but I had to talk to him about this um, I have a you know one of my favorite kids in the world uh, she's a, a French horn player and she's very smart politically for her age like she she like will sit there reading Rachel Ma- Rachel Maddow books she's really into politics and stuff and she's you know pretty liberal. And he's talking to them during this horn clinic about how, like, Obama is actually a secret Muslim and stuff. Uh, still with that. Oh, my God. And, and he's, he's a good clinician. Um, he's, he's a friend of mine. He's a good clinician. And, you know, for instance, my, my kid, you know, she was like, Mr. N, I didn't want to get in an argument with him. But some of the stuff he was saying was just so stupid. I'm like, I'll. It's <laughs> like, okay. And, and one of the things that she brought up was, and I've seen this brought up on Fox News before, is that Obama does these speeches in front of these red curtains that aren't don't have the American flag and stuff. And it goes, this is shows you how anti-American Obama is. And the daily show did a clip. They're like, yeah, same with George Bush who did speeches in front of the exact same curtains. <laughs> they yeah. show and so I told that to my friend and he goes, Oh, I didn't know that. I said, well, okay. He goes, well, you're only as good as the information you get. I said, then stop watching Fox news. Like they're not, yeah. they, they just want to get you riled up. So you'll watch. And that's it. They're an entertainment company. You know, it's like people take Glenn Beck seriously, but twice, twice, Glenn Beck has been quoted. At one time he said it to Forbes. He says, I don't give a crap about the political process. I'm, I'm an entertainer. entertainer yeah. yeah. He also one time said, I'm a rodeo clown. Anyone who takes me seriously is an idiot. I mean, they, they aren't, but people still take them seriously. And I'm like, why can't these people like, you know, like I, I have people right now, even people get mad at about, President Obama playing golf. And I'm like, what? Didn't. <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, George dude, Bush you, played golf, didn't he? Yeah. Dude, you're, you're describing you know, Tuesday nights at my grandparents' house. I mean, you're, you're just. Yeah. <laughs> I love him to death, but that's. Yeah. I, I have to. I, I told you I made the mistake of uh, going to their house when I had family visiting, and it was during one of the presidential debates. This past uh, October, and I was—I just—I had no idea what was coming. I didn't even realize what was going to happen. But then all of a sudden, it's like I, I'm, I'm eating my green beans, and my grandmother starts, "Ah, oh, that Obama!" Ah, oh. yeah, just—I—it uh, I, it pains me that 
uh, I, I love my family, but well, uh, and, and here's the thing that frustrates again. You know, there are such legitimate criticisms of Obama, and like I'll go on the liberal side. You know, I get mad when liberals say you know they're anti-war, and so they're away from the Republican Party going with Obama. And I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, Obama. <laughs> I mean, we've we've expanded our war operations, and we've also like. You know, Obama authorized the killing of, of a U.S. citizen away from the battlefield. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, we have, like Bush never did. Yeah, we have you drone know? strikes, and we can we can the government can kill off anybody they want, anytime they want, and not yeah. have to tell anybody about it. He's a law student, suspended habeas corpus for prisoners. You know, the the Fast and Furious thing, the Benghazi thing. That's another thing that takes me out. Like the Benghazi thing. We've had how many attacks on our embassies, like during Bush's presidency, and then the Benghazi thing happens, and they try to make it. So you know, it's like, you know, there's there's other things, but it's like, well, Fox News thinks this is a sexier story, so let's just pump it up for entertainment and get people mad, get all the old white people mad. Yeah. So I don't. I'm kind of random, but but can't, I mean, do you see this in Ohio a lot? Like people who just you're looking. It's like, can you not use Google? Can you not look yeah. and see like oh, yeah. bad about stuff? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's 50-50 here pretty much, but, Swing state. Um, but yeah, yeah, there's a lot of that going on and it's sad. Well, then like, I think too, on um, social net, social media makes it worse because you just tend to like copy and paste what you see on, on there too, and not really think for yourself or, you know, look into things and. I retweet um, everything Papa Bear tells me too. <laughs> I will say this. I had one of the greatest social media moments ever is I have a, a, a student who I taught who's still one of the best students I've ever had. And I mean, she's a great kid and her family is one of my most favorite family members, but they are hardcore right wing. And the mother who I love to death, has been a great band parent for me, still is convinced that Obama is a secret Muslim. My now, God. one of the things she did, oh, hold on, this gets so much better. One of the things she posted was she posted on, she goes, she goes, fact. That's how she starts. Whenever <laughs> someone starts off a, a Facebook post with fact, it's like, oh, no. And they said, um, Obama does not fly, let his dog, Bo, fly on the same plane with him. Yeah. He has a separate plane at taxpayer expense because in the Muslim religion, it's considered unclean to travel with animals. Oh, no. And so I look it <laughs> no. up, and there's a Snoops article. Apparently what happened is there was one time a few years ago when – Obama, like, they couldn't fit everybody onto a smaller plane, so Obama had to, like, go back, and then Bo went back with the others. And so that someone reported that, and then it got spun into this. And I tried to point that out. She goes, no, this is what really happens. It's been proven. Bo has never been on Air Force One. And I said, really? And I, I found multiple pictures and videos of him on Air Force One. <laughs> and I just started posting them, like, here's him getting on Air Force Giant One. Stick in here's his them mouth. getting off. I said, here's President Chasing Obama petting Bo on Air Force One. Here's, and I show all these pictures. She goes, those can all be staged photo ops. She goes, those are all staged. She said, nothing you say, no evidence you dig up will convince me that he's not a, a Muslim. She goes, the wow. media, you've seen how much the media loves him. They'll they'll cover for him. And I said, now, wait a second. I said, you're a big Fox That's News so person. I said, I said, so you're saying that all the stories about Bo being on Air Force One and all the photos are fabricated. She was like, yes. I said, so Fox News and World Net Daily, who are two extremely conservative publications, extremely, yeah. have people on the White House press corps. 
and they've been there when like Bo has walked down the aisle and there's you know petted and stuff. I said so that means Fox News and World Net Daily would also have to be complicit in the secret Muslim conspiracy. Gasp. Are you saying that too? And I I posted the picture of the dramatic gopher. You know? yeah. <laughs> I was like, so that means. And she goes, well, I'm sorry. And she goes, I said, I said, I'm not saying. I'm like, I'm like, Michelle. I'm like, you can keep your belief that Obama's a secret Muslim. That's a rabbit hole I'm not going to go down today. But will you at least admit that you're wrong about calling this thing a fact? And her response to me was, no, because it is an opinion that I believe. So it is a fact to me. Yeah. <laughs> and wow. I'm like, oh. Fact. And, Bo has never had human food. <laughs> well, here's the funny thing is after that conversation with her, her sister-in-law messages me on Facebook and said, you don't know me. We've never met, but I just wanted to thank you for what you did on the other day. That's she goes, awesome. that was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. I was like, you're welcome. Rambling smackdown. Yeah. Nice. Oh, but yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, no matter what, there's just some people it does. And this is a smart person. It's not like this is some redneck idiot. This is a really, this is a good parent, a, a good person. It's just some people when they have that, you know, that it's not going to change. Yeah. So, it's sad. Yeah. Well, that took it. That that put a doubter on everything. <laughs> now we're really sad. Yeah. <laughs> Obama's else? speaking at our um, convocation this year. Uh-oh. We just found out. So yeah. Sure so people are upset about that. Too. Of course. <laughs> yeah. How dare the president <laughs> make a public appearance? I know, right? <laughs> Doesn't he have a job to do? Yeah. Bush <laughs> never made public appearances. Yeah. Ever. He never spoke at colleges. Yeah. He never went to college. Doesn't even know what a college is. No. But <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. That's oh, it makes me angry. So I like anyway. I liked when we were talking about poop stories better, Nick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Kate will Kate won't come with the goods here. We're waiting for some Kate poop stories, and she's holding. <laughs> Kate doesn't poop. That's what we we've covered before. Is women? No, we talked about Kate doesn't poop frequently. <laughs> she does. <laughs> Kate, did, did we never, like, I mean, like, have you ever had any pooping, having to poop or pee while teaching stories where it just gets, like, unbearable? Like when you're sitting at that ceramic wheel and you're just like, this <laughs> looks like wheel. what I need to pass right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, moldy clay, like, that's what it's going to look like in the toilet. Like, have you had any moments like that where you're teaching and, like, this isn't going to wait? No, not while I'm teaching, but I think because I just have so much you know, adrenaline or whatever. I was thought um, you were saying because you had so much backed better. up inside you. <laughs> you're, you're <saying> you're, <laughs> you can I get you really, I can't. when I have to do presentations or if it's like the first day of class, I'll get nervous, you know, and then if I get nervous, I usually get like sick. <laughs> and so, yeah, sometimes that's an issue. I'll give but... you a presentation. <laughs> Our classes are long. They're like three hours long each. Wait, you have three hour long classes and you've never had a poop or pee moment? I would. Well, I was going to say we take a break in between. Oh. So because of that, you know, we're usually all pretty, oh. pretty much okay. Um, yeah. I had a, I, that reminded me when you said pre, pre, presentation, I, it reminded me of my first class this semester, my rock music class. Yeah, it's first class of the semester. It's eight thirty in the morning, and 
I distribute all the materials. I give the class the syllabus, and I start reading you know, the syllabus, going over all the minutia and the course schedule and the materials and everything. And I'm standing uh, in front of the class, and I look up to the back of the room, and you're, you're not <laughs> you far off. Oh yeah, you're, you're not far off, Nick. Um, what <laughs> I look into the back, and there's this uh, uh, one of the students. Uh, gentleman sitting in the back looks up and, and he starts mouthing something like he's trying to tell me something i have no idea what, what he's saying and he goes what he's trying to tell me is that your fly is open uh. and i look down <laughs> and my zipper is just i'm wearing like khaki pants and my zipper is just completely because uh, I, I got i had gone to the bathroom beforehand because as the lesson we should all learn is that you need to go to the bathroom before you teach uh, <laughs> and I look down, and my fly that is definitely happened. And 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 like not That's just fine. like not not just like you could see like like it was closed up. I mean, it was wide open. I mean, you could see <laughs> my underwear course. between. <laughs> you could see, <laughs> and and of course, I have no choice but to say, "Oh well, this is a good start to class." My fly is completely <laughs> open, so you know you draw attention to yourself. So zip it up, and then continue on with the. Maricopa Community College course standards. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's happened to me a lot, too. You've had your fly down in class? Yeah. Presenting. Okay. Um, yeah, I have. Because um, I get in a hurry, too, you know what I mean? And you just forget. Um, so, And I've also worn, like, my clothes, like my shirts backwards in the mornings because I'm in a <laughs> hurry or something, you know? <laughs> And not realize it till later, but um, it's not as bad, I guess, if you're a female, because you know yeah. things aren't gonna come come out where they sh- shouldn't. Or... <laughs> I'd like oh, you I to know. meet. Uh, I'd like you to meet Doctor Vot, and my name is Seth. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Vot. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I, I like to. I like to think that you know, I can tell people a story. I do that in every class, every first class I teach. It kind of disarms the tension in the room, you know, to be able to make fun of the teacher uh, the first the first day. It makes me seem hipper. It makes me seem more in touch <laughs> with all the kids. Uh, it's hard. It's to, still funny to think that you're like. We're teaching kids. <laughs> I know. I, I'm 31 years old, and I already feel like so distant and from these 18, 19, 20 year old kids. And the community colleges, as you know, Kate, is a little bit different because you get a wide range of ages and people in your class. Like, I'll, inevitably, I'll have, you know, I teach rock music and culture, and inevitably, I get the one guy who's fifty-something years old, and he used to be a roadie for Led Zeppelin, and he's he toured around with all these groups as an audio technician or something, and so he knows infinitely more about <laughs> some of the bands that I do. You know, is a music person with a doctorate, and so on one hand, it uh, it makes for interesting class discussion. It keeps me on my toes. It makes me have to make sure that I know my material. On other hand, it makes you feel inferior and terrible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and sometimes I get scared that, um, you know, I'm teaching kids at this age, and I'm like, those poor kids are going to be scarred. 
for life. Because like I do, I, I play jokes on my kids and stuff, and do all time. And one of my favorite things to do. Okay, I'll give you a perfect example. Okay, so I have like three clarinet players in the eighth grade. We're great kids, and it's Mark, Mackenzie, and Emily. Okay, and Mackenzie and Emily are, are, are two girls, and Mark, Mark's a, like first chair above them, and he can be cattier than they can about chair placements and stuff like that. And I'll I'll bring like we we, we have a whole thing called the clarinet bachelor, you know, because I'm always like, you know, which one are you going to choose? And they're like, um, neither. We don't like him and stuff like that. I'm like, oh really? And I'll I'll get a debate going. I'm like, well, who would make the better wife? You know, and, and they'll make cases like, so you guys really care about it. It's like, no, I'm just saying that I would. And one day, like, Mark was in the bedroom and I said, and, you know, the kids are getting ready for class. I said, so Mark, if you had to pick a wife between Emily and Mackenzie, who would you? And Emily turns to me, she's like, Mark, don't answer it. No matter what you say, Mr. Ed will make it something like terrible that he'll make fun of us for. Oh. <laughs> he did, though. Of you course, should, I went off on that. <laughs> you should bring him a rose one day. You should, no, like, no, hand no, him a rose. Like, no, we already say it's a reed. He has to get. I always ask, him, who are you going to give your reed to? <laughs> <laughs> just be yeah. like, whenever you're ready. And just hand it to him. You know? yeah. And uh, I don't know. We just, we just, we do all these, like, you know, for instance, one of my kids had a cut on her lip. And she's like, it's just a cut. I'm like, sure. <laughs> she yeah. goes, I don't have herpes. I'm like, I didn't say that. <laughs> <I'm just> like... <laughs> so, you know, like like some of these poor kids are going to be scarred. Well, better better that kind of scarred than the other kind of scarred. But anyway, well, it's good to get back in the podcasting spirit of things. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we want more questions, too. So whoever's listening... Send us queries and comments to what's the address? Questions at ramblingbeachcat.com. Yes. So it's an email, not text. Yeah, yeah. We should have a text machine. That's probably why we don't have any. We should give out Kate's number because it's not like it matters. There's no one, you know, (laughs) Kate's not answering. Seriously, I've called Kate on multiple occasions and it says the voice mailbox of Kate. Of whatever your number is is completely full. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what? How does this happen? She actually hates you. It just doesn't want to talk to you, right? Now. No, it's not true. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's not you. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, me. It's me. It is. It's totally me. <laughs> we understand that you don't like talking to us. No, I do. I haven't heard you haven't been drinking during this week. So yeah, during yeah. The podcast. Yeah, about now's the point where we hear wine start getting born. Wine and <laughs> starting a new career and just all bouncing basketballs and all sorts yeah. of. Uh... Yeah, that is true. Oh, you know what? I don't know if we've talked since that we. I've, you know, I have a new dog now, right? No. Yeah, Benjamin. Karen, like, mm. Karen, I, I didn't. I thought it was too soon. You know, I wasn't ready, but Karen missed having. I just feel bad. She missed having a chocolate lab in the house. And I mean, Winston worshipped her. You know, she wanted another boy dog. But unfortunately, I don't know if Benjamin's just gay or really, but Benjamin, like, is a daddy's boy. Like, he follows me around and everything like that. So she's doing everything Aww. she can to spoil him to get him over to her side. That's cute. Yeah. He's a good boy, though. He's all about the He's, a, cho- he's a chocolate lab? Yep. Yep. Except he's really, like, he's eight, but you'd think he's, like, a puppy. Like, he plays constantly. I mean, cool thing is, is you know, like, he's not as sweet as Winston. Winston's a lot sweeter, but he likes to wrestle, which is fun. Except one time he pinned me, and that was kind of scary. But he didn't, he didn't hurt. Like, <laughs> he bites you when he wrestles. They're like, like, you can tell he was bred for hunting because his mouth is really soft. 
you know, it's like when he bites, he's already biting soft, and then like his mouth soft, so you barely feel it. He's like just putting his mouth around your arm. <laughs> so, yeah, he's Poor a good. Beast. That's cute. Did you get him from? Did you like adopt him or? Uh, yeah, this is kind of weird. Uh, Karen had a uh, a friend whose brother had to give them up because you know the they were moving. But they lived with him for a year in a place that didn't allow dogs. So this big active lab stayed in a crate basically for an entire year. Aww. And so it was funny. Like he got to our place. He's like, I can run and play. And he's like going great. It was funny because like, you know, the, the guy came to say, you know, goodbye to him, talk to us. And he didn't even really seem that sad. He was just kind of like, hey, check out my new family. Aren't they cool? <laughs> like, they left. He's like, okay, I'm with my new family now. And just went back inside. He. He doesn't want anything to do with, like, his old toys. Like, they brought his toys and stuff. He doesn't want anything to do with them. He's just happy. He has new toys. Uh, he likes Skylar. Him and Lucy don't get along. Like, Lucy's mad because, you know, Winston worshipped her, too. And this dog does not. Benjamin's like, I'm not taking your crap. You oh. know? Like, she can't steal his stuff and hide it. He gets mad about that. She tries to. She sometimes succeeds. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Good to get another dog. Yeah. So how's Shoulders doing? Shoulders is good. He's right here. He's he knows what we're doing. Well, Frowning. he thinks I'm talking to him. I think you know because <laughs> he's like, why is she talking out loud? Great, another boring story. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's good though. He's he's so cute. He's a one of a kind. That's for sure. That's a nice way of saying he's like more important than us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's awesome. He uh, he's so dumb, but we love it. Well, I'm gonna get going. All right, sounds good. I, I will too. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and we're clear. Oh, yeah, yeah. I really have to go no. take a, I really have to go take a dump right now. So. <laughs> All right, guys. See you soon. All right. <laughs>